Oh, man. We are back, guys. Daddy Issues has returned. Another episode. We still dads. Still. Still. Still dads. Keon has been gone for 18 years on them (laughs) stupid ships. Ah, Sick of it, man. Where's your next one? Uh, uh, the next one just short one like three days. No, that's not bad. No, that's the that's ones I'm uh, I'm only trying to take now. Is those like they hit me with a can you? I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not under six days, I'm good. I, I I find myself getting more and more picky as as it went on. I was like, look, I only want to leave out of yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only want the three days. Just give me the one day. Like you know it, what? I'm off. <laughs> when it first started, I was like, I'm taking them all. This kind of money, yeah, yeah I need it, you know? of course. And then now I'm definitely getting to that point. I was like, you know, he'll hit me and be like, can you? I'm like, nah. <laughs> I only want to do here. And, you know, like I'll even look up ahead of time. Like they'll give me the name of the ship and I'll see where it's going. Yeah. If I've already been there, I don't want to go to them country. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Man, listen, that. man. Because the, the one I did where I left out of L.A. and we just went up to like San Fran and we got off there and it was just like, and I had like phone service the whole time. Yeah. I was like, I could do this. See, when I did New York, Miami, go to the islands, come back. I had a bunch of service the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, even this one, we went to, uh, you know, the Virgin Islands. That's U.S. territory. So I was good there. And then I was like, but this one was just too long. Where we went was dope. It seemed like y'all was going for mad long. We went 10 days, and I was just like, even the people on the ship was like, like by the last show, I was like, y'all done? It was like, yeah. Uh, It's just something, you know. Shout out to the people that work on ships Mm -hmm. for the long haul. Because that shit is trash. Yeah. Now, from a comedic standpoint, though, I am growing and getting super strong. Because I'm on there so long. Mm-hmm. And the people, you know, if they message you, they keep coming back right. to the shows. So you look up and you didn't did three mm-hmm. and the same people in the crowd. Yep. So it's like, all right, well. Let me remix. Yeah, so I had to, I got a bunch of different sets. Mm-hmm. Um but then I was like, yo, do y'all mind? Y'all didn't came and see me four times. Mm-hmm. And not just on the adult, they came to the families too. So that's <laughs> seven different sets. Like I only got so much material. I only right. been doing this so long. Right. So I said, do y'all want me to, you know, like do a set of jokes that you've already seen? Or do you mind if I use you guys as test subjects? Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to work on all these premises. They was like... Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> like they was in. Yeah. So I was just reading out the phone, but it was so fun and refreshing because you know I don't really do open mics anymore. Right. So it was so fun and refreshing just to do an open mic in front of an audience. Yeah. And they audience. was and they was I knew what worked and what didn't because mm-hmm. you know you just talking. Mm-hmm. So it'd be points that they in tears and then they'd be like, <laughs> I had nothing. I just talk some more and then finally I'd find something. They'd be laughing. Right. And then it would just tail off because none of the jokes had endings. Right. None of them. Just... So it would just be like. Hey. So that was good, moving on. Yeah. They were like, yeah, keep that one, keep that one. And we just go to the next one. Yeah, audiences like it when you include them. They be like, yeah. oh, are we a part of the process? Yeah. Yes. So then after, they was like, I can't wait till when you do a special and those jokes are on the special. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, he, we tested those we, on us. Yeah, we said they was good. Yeah. They were telling me, they would stop me at lunch. Oh, the one about your dad with the thumb? Keep that one. That is funny. <laughs> We've been quoting that all day. I was like, all right. Dad with the thumb. <laughs> yeah, man. That's dope, though. Uh, yeah, but I did uh I was ready to go. I missed the boys. Man. And they was and I, I felt so bad. Cotty texted me and she was like, Now granted, we're still homeless. We're still the, going through that. The stupid thing. They coming today, thank God. And it's supposed to be done in like a week, so we still staying at the friend's house or whatever. But um Cotty's teacher was like, Is anything going on at home? Mm-hmm. And she was like, What do you mean? She was like, Keelan's been like extra like emotional. She was like, Where's dad's gone and we're not at home right now and you know, so it's just a lot of changes. Right. She was like, oh, okay. But the fact she noticed that, I felt like shit. Yeah. I was like, but it wasn't just, because they're used to me being gone. So I was like, what happened? I didn't know that Cotty, her job had her um, working like hella extra hours. Mm-hmm. So she was leaving at like six before he even went to school and not getting home till like right before oh, they went to bed. Or like okay. one night she didn't even, she wasn't even there. So it was like both my parents gone. And when yeah. I'm not in my house. I'm just done with this. So That's I, a lot. Yeah, so I was like, oh, his routine's messed up. Because mm-hmm. at first I was feeling guilty. Like when she told me, I was like, I ain't taking no more gigs. I'll get a nine to five. Right. Like I was, then I was like, oh, it's a combination of. Because mm-hmm. I asked her, I said, what did they say about me? She was like, no, they tell people like daddy's on the plane. 
Yeah. Her daddy's on the ship. So they know. She was like, it's my schedule that got messed up. And then it's they the really was like, yeah, it's the like, double. Oh, they was pain? like, oh, hell no. no. All right, man. Look. Then they was getting on each other's nerves. She said they had they, they, they had a fight, like a real fight. Uh, the boy? Yeah. I was like, who won? Uh, you know, obviously Keelan won. <laughs> but she said she let it go for a minute because it was funny. She said they was pissed. <laughs> she said they was really swinging. Like, they yeah. was, I was like, that's gonna, that's the first of many. Oh, yeah. It's coming, man. Yeah, they're going to fight a bunch. They be getting irritated. Who took them, uh, who took them to school? So my auntie's husband's daughter watches the kids mm-hmm. when we're gone and stuff. She's like the kind of in-home nanny, man. if you will. Auntie's husband's daughter. Yeah. Uh-huh. She, my auntie just got married, got and he already had thing. kids. Yeah. So she comes, and uh, like she'll stay with us for the week, you know, okay. in the spare room or whatever. And then, uh, What does Kylie do? I can never she works keep for up the with city of LA. Well, because she always switching jobs. Yeah, so I she works never. for the city of L.A. In the city. Yeah, and LA. doing project um, work, like, you know, uh, fixing transportation. Like, how do we cut down on traffic? Or you know, Oh, she's, she's a part of that? Yeah, she's trying to get that stuff together. I'm all for that. Yeah. That's fine way. Because, you know, you know, L.A. got that train system underneath the city that ain't been used in, I don't know how many years. Like, LA like public decades. transportation is trash. LA traffic is just trash. For man. LA to be the second biggest city in the country and to not have dope public transportation is ass cheeks. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Man. You making everybody drive. Man. You got, a, you got a train system out of there. Like just be New York or the West. Why can't you do that? Please. Because even no San sense. Fran, like the public yeah, transportation we got the is dope. At least. Like it's just that driving everywhere it's oh trash man because public transportation is dope when you know where you're going and you know the routes smooth sailing yeah you be like you be sitting there reading your little paper <laughs> well everybody be on their phones now so man. Yeah. I, man back in the day people had papers man yeah they was out here chicago sun times <laughs> the tribune just legs crossed they, i like to put down when something go on you yeah see the paper, they be like, yeah the look over the paper <laughs> just, to, just to fold that's going now it's this nah. everybody be like yeah and then they and something up. pop up they, they, then film they record it. yeah it, like, yeah all right. that's it which could be good and bad yeah 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 the recording i'm like sometimes like t- t- throw the phone down and get in there yeah some people need to get in you some know, people you need to designate a recorder like I seen this dude like just just punch this old lady. Oh yeah. And everybody was kind of eventually this one dude came in and yeah. pummeled the guy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, what are you doing? What like, took so long? Why are you just recording yeah. this? Yeah. Especially as men. Yeah. And she was old, old and Come helpless. On, man. And I get I get the fear, right? I get some people be like, I don't know what this next person. It's scary to jump but in. But in this situation, this guy was some frail and I'm like, oh, get in there. Like of all on. people. It ain't like he was out here six three, you know what I mean? But he was just some guy. Like get in there. Ridiculous. Man. Ah, the get in there mentality. I ain't got nothing to report on my kids because they just out of here, you know. <laughs> grown. Cecil went back to school. I don't think he so was, he back was to out school. here. He he was on he was on Christmas break uh for a while. Like, you know, they got out in December and he he didn't have to go back until like uh last Monday. Oh, okay. That's so he went. Break. He went back to to school like that Saturday. He flew out, but um, so he was out here for a while. I didn't even know he was here. Yeah, he was here for a while, and then he went with me to New Mexico, and then uh, yeah, and then he went back to school. He was ready to go back to school though. I was like, oh, you miss uh, school? He's like, yes. Yeah. He's like, because you know, since he is the king of uh, yeah, kind of you know, <laughs> he's the king of the uh. <laughs> And he's like Tina from Bob's Burgers. He'd be like, uh, I'm not sure. But I was like, you miss school? He's like, yes, I'm ready to get back. Like, ready. That first taste of freedom is just, you, it's, you, tremendous, you just it's like man. crack. You'd be it's like, tremendous. I want more of this. Yeah. And so uh, so I, I'm glad he's really enjoying it out there. Because yeah. goddamn, it's expensive. So it's good to know that, you know, because some kids, they can't handle college. They'd no. Like, man, I miss home. I'm sad, you know what I'm saying? But he like, I'm feeling this. I loved it. And that was me. Like when I went away to New Mexico State, I was like, <laughs> yeah, even though I had to go back home yeah. a couple times, you know. I didn't like where I was, but I liked being away. Yeah. Mon- I Montana, I was like, oh hell. Yeah, Montana is uh Montana's attractive in certain aspects, but it's I get beautiful it. visually. Right. But as far as when you twenty, yeah, you want oh, stuff yeah. to do. Ain't nothing like, to do. It was like, 
That's why I didn't drink until college. I can I can believe. I it. never had a taste because it wasn't much to do. Nineteen, and me and my other teammate it was the only two that never drank. Mm-hmm. And we was had they threw a party, and he was like, "I'll do it if you do it." Yeah, so this girl was like, "Let me break y'all in." So she was in there blending up some kind of concoction, but it uh-huh. tastes like grape Kool Aid. It was Ooh. delicious. That does, that's what gets you. In trouble. So I was like, "Let me have another, <laughs> yep. and I'll take another." And I I was three drinks in, full uh-huh. red cup. <laughs> and they was like, you feeling it? But I don't know what drunk is. I've right. never been drunk. So I was like, I think so. Like, I'm a little, I don't know. And I was like, well, it's time to roll out. I stood up. I was like, here it is. Like, I was done. <laughs> and, but after that, we was hooked. We was like, I want that again. <laughs> man. It was every day, that's all we did. The drinks, man. I yeah, remember we yeah. used to go to Mexico. We used to go to Juarez. This is before it got super deadly down there. Yeah. And I, I vowed, I was like, man, I ain't going down there. They steal your kidneys. And yeah. this, and the third, you hear these horror stories. I ain't never going. Cut to me going one time. And then we was drinking the beers. Was The drinks was mad cheap. Yeah. And so we was down there. But I was mixing and matching. Uh, I was drinking beer and regular liquor. And I was obliterated. <laughs> I was out. Of, I remember, man. I threw up out of the back seat, and it got on the side of the car. And the cops pulled them over. He put the light on me. I was just like, Ooh, yeah. I remember the light hitting me, and I was like, Ooh, yeah. he was like, man, get him home. And they just threw my ass on the bed when we got back. Obliterated. Guys, don't be knowing what to do. With the homie that's we threw our friend in the tub once. Yeah, we throw him in the tub on the bed. We that's threw him we in got. the tub because I remember he threw up at the party. We was embarrassed because even though it was his, he brought us, uh-huh. so it was his people. Yeah, but then he started drinking and he drove. Oh man! So man. and then next thing you know, they was like, "You got to get your boy." And we were like, "What are you talking about?" He's on his hands and knees, throwing up in the lawn. First, it was in the in the house. We had to mm-hmm. carry him out the house. Luckily, I knew how to drive a stick because he had yeah. a stick shift. So my other homie was like, I can't even drive home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll do it. And I didn't drink then. Okay. So I was like, I'll drive home. So we drove him home. And we was like, what do we do? And he was like, don't take me home. Because this is at, at my junior college. So we all still lived with our parents except for oh, us. We okay. had our own apartment. Yeah. So he we took him to our apartment. He was like, don't take me home. Mm-hmm. And we was like, all right, where do we put him? He was like, throw his ass in the tub because <laughs> he won't stop throwing up. He threw up outside the house. He got He took all his clothes off. And the homie's girlfriend was like, why is your shirt off? And I just remember he was like, because I'm sexy. <laughs> and then he threw up again. <laughs> he threw up again. We threw him in the tub. And then in the middle <laughs> of the night, he got up uh, from the tub. And we had a uh, – I slept on one side of the room. My homeboy slept on the other. But we had uh. a spare uh, – what do you call mattress? Yeah, just up there, and I just remember he came in and threw the mattress down, just plopped down. And he woke up the next morning. He was like, "I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty messed up. He got destroyed." Man, uh, liquor destroys people. Man, I've definitely been destroyed. One of the last times I got drunk was in Washington with with a comedian by the name of Lucas Seeley. Ah, Lucas. I was doing a comedy show up there and he kept giving me white wine. It was either it was white wine. I kept getting wine and Lucas was like, "Get some more wine." And I was just tearing the wine. I probably had like six glasses. That's a lot of wine. I was obliterated. That's a lot. Of and wine. then it was like, "No, nah, don't move me, y'all. Let me stay right here." Cuz <laughs> I, I just want to Yeah. Stop moving me. Yeah. But you got to get out of the establishment. Exactly. And be like, "Well, you got to get out of here." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh god." And then I I just remember like Struggling, they got me in the vehicle, and then I remember the comedian that booked me, his girlfriend, she was probably like 5'1", but she had like strong like legs. She was she carried me to the hotel room, and then they just threw me on the bed, and then just like, you got a flight early, so we gonna be here early. <laughs> I woke up panicked, I woke up on time, threw up on the pillow, I was like, well, how, how did this, but it wasn't <laughs> on me at all, and I was laying on it, I was like, Crazy. I made the flight obliterated. And this is probably like this is probably like the end of twenty sixteen, maybe early twenty seventeen. That's a while ago. Yeah, so man. I be ch- I'm chill now on uh on the home front. On um, when we're here, yeah. I'm chilling. On them ships, I ain't gotta drive. Mm-hmm. I ain't, I'll be walking back to the last the drunkest <laughs> I got in a while with this last crew. Cause we hadn't met these people. They was they were super cool. Shout out to the group from uh Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They said if I go up there, they was like, We 
pulling up. <laughs> and uh, we had gone out. You know, everybody on the ship's got the drink packages. Mm-hmm. So they trying to get their money's worth. Even if they can't drink at all, they want somebody to come drink with them so they yes. can get it done. Mm-hmm. So we went to see one of the shows, but it was bad. Like, mm-hmm. It was just bad. I ain't going to say what show it was, whatever. What show it was? But it was awful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> we we all left early. Uh-huh. And I, didn't re- I had forgot that I was already drinking before the show. Okay. Because I had ate dinner and then like I, I was walking through the ship and mm-hmm. three different groups stopped me. He was like, have a drink with us. Ah. So I'm already four drinks in. Yeah. And then they was like, well, let's go to the bar. Bar. We go to the bar and they was giving me um, drinks. I didn't know that all the drinks were doubles. Ooh. Then I lost track of how many I had. And I didn't know I didn't know I was drunk until people was like, it's the comedian. I was like, yeah. like none of the sentences was making sense. And I was like, oh, I'm me- I can't form a sentence. Like, I messed up. <laughs> and then they, we, was like, we was like, we need to eat. And I was like, well, I don't want too much, you know, because I'm still on the health tip in yeah. my head, though, even though I'm loaded. They was like, well, let's just get something. I was like, okay, I'll take a cheeseburger, order wings, and fajitas. <laughs> and they on the like, health tip. <laughs> and I ate all of it, like yeah. crushed it. Uh, and then they was like, all right, we're going to head back. Uh, you want us to walk you back or anything? I was like, no, nah, I'm an adult. I'm fine. And I was walking back to my room, fine. But then I bent the corner and leaned against, <laughs> leaned against the wall. And I was just like, ooh. Not only that, you're moving because you had seen. And the ship was rocking. Man. So I was I walked to my room leaning on the wall. The whole I was like, I am drunk as hell. Uh, and I remember I drunk like – I had to, I already store the waters in my room beforehand. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, when me I too. know I'm a drink, you know, mm-hmm. and I I think I had sixty ounces of water mm-hmm. before I went. To, I, I had so much water, I almost threw up from being full yeah. off water. Yeah. But I woke up fine because of the water and the eating. Yeah, the but, water and the food. But there, I man. was loaded. And they <laughs> saw me the next day. They was like, "Tonight?" I was like, "Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely." Not. I've never drank on the ships before, but I. That's can't. the only. If I was I a drink. drinker, oh man, that'd be heaven. Because it, it'd be free. Mm, I don't free? have to drive. No driving. So that's, I drink the most on ships, and then when I get off, I don't drink at all. I don't like I detox. I'm yeah. done. But on them ships, especially days off, I only had a show like every other day. Mm-hmm. So I just had days off. Yeah. And I was, just, you know, people. We love to come on. And yeah. I'll just be like, I'll look up and I'll be like, oh shit. I'll be feeling bad for not drinking because. You know, people would be like, come have a drink with us. I'd be like, I don't drink. And yeah. Be like, oh, you son of a. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I be feeling bad, low key, because I appreciate the gesture, yeah. but all I got is water. I remember one guy took us to dinner on the ship. That's you know, dope. like one of the paid joints? Yeah. He was like, man, we love the show. You guys want to get some sushi? We were like, uh, yeah. Yes, and we, we hung do. out with them the whole day. It was cool, too. That's dope. They, people be friendly as hell on mm-hmm. them ships. Yeah. They know they there to, you know, just have a good time. We're having they a great be time. friendly. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Shows was fun, though. They they did. I told them thank you for coming back so many times to force me to work on new stuff. Was it Carnival? No, this one was actually Norwegian. Oh, okay. Carnival. I. Them, I will. I my last time on Carnival, I've only done one, and I stayed sober the whole time actually. Wow! Because the drinking on the Carnival, that's just a whole. NCL is more older and adults. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carnival is wild. Yeah. So I'll be like, I don't want to drink with y'all. Because next thing I know, I'm dragged into a room. Are you gonna wake up in the ocean? Yeah. Like I'm like I'm good. Like I think I walked to the ocean. <laughs> Maya, what's going on, man? Well, we have. Some unfortunate news mm. out of Calabasas. Mm. On Sunday morning, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and seven others died in a helicopter crash. Mm. Looking back on it, what lessons do you take from Kobe's life? Oh, I take. Uh, you know what? You know the thing about Kobe is, and we, and we were talking about this in the group chat. It's dope that he got his flowers while he was still alive. He was always getting props and praises and appreciation. So he definitely felt that while he was here, and it just sucks that you know he he's not, he wasn't able to fulfill the second chapter of his life, which was family, you know, doing stuff outside of just straight up playing the game of basketball. He was doing documentaries and all of this, so all of that was cut short. And you know, his daughter just missed out on the on a whole life. You know what I mean? And, and so I took a a, a lot. A lot from that, and the the reason he even flew helicopters was be, because you know he wanted to spend more time with his kids and stuff like that. So I was just like, man, 
You know, he was just really like focused on his family. And like you, you look at his page and his family. It's just like it really drove home the importance of family. This is somebody that has achieved greatness in his field and his career. And like he was still like, yeah, man, I'm a dad of girls. And like he was proud to have girls too. So it was just like. Man, you know what I mean? And I, you know, um, I've always been riddled with the guilt because of how hard I went for my career. I feel like, man, you know, am I missing too much time with the boys and this, that, and the third? And I took comfort in in, in knowing that, you know, me following my dreams helped me to fund the dreams of my children. Like, mm-hmm. you know, being able to pay for Sincere's College from my dreams is rewarding. You know, even though I battle with that guilt, I take solace in like, well, you know, I can pull up when he needs money for his tuition because of me not giving up on my dream. Because if I was working regular nine to five, I wouldn't have been able to afford, you know, what I paid for that. And so it, it was just tough. It hit me hard, man. Like, you know, the fact that his daughter passed too, it was just like as a father, it just, man, I folded several times. So um, it's tough, man. Yeah, I uh, I was on the plane actually, and then Tony put it in the group chat, and I was like, "Shut up!" Like at first we was, I was in denial, like, "Nah." Then more sources came out, so I turned on the news on the, and every news site was like, "I was like, yo." And then at the time they hadn't said who was on there yet, mm-hmm. so I was already feeling bad because even though I I wasn't a, a, well, I became a Kobe fan later in his career, and that was just because he was so good. I hated the Lakers, whatever. But the older he got. <laughs> You know, I was like, and he started showing more personality too. I was like, this dude's hilarious. Like, and he's one of the dopest players ever, whatever. So I was like, man, I was a fan of this dude. Like, you yeah. know. And then uh, immediately I was like, oh God, I know Gigi's always with him. So I was like, was she on the plane? And then, sure enough, she was on there. And then I just felt it, it wasn't about because um, I'm not the big celebrity guy. Like when celebrities, die, I never post anything. I don't say, you know, anything, but. Um, as a father, I was like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Like it, I, you know, I, I was bothered because I was like, what do you say to your kid on the way down? When they're looking to you, like they look to you for everything mm-hmm. and you don't have, and that, you know, in your head, this is it. What do you say to your daughter? Who's, you know, like daddy save me. Or, you know, like, what do you? And that's the part that started really bothering me was like, I, I can't protect my kids, you know? And that's the part that started like, like I didn't cry, but I was getting like emotional because I was like, if I'm in that situation, like that sucks. And like I'm trying to, I was trying to look at a pot like, well, at least you went out together and you could tell each other you loved each other, you know what I mean, or whatever. And then I'm like, did he have time to text you know, the wife and be like, you know, this is it. I love because, you. you know, on the plane, they said like during 9-11, people had time mm-hmm. to call and text and be like, yo, this is it. I love you. I was like, what was the last words? Like I started thinking. And then, you know, Vanessa got to bury a husband and a daughter, you know. And then um, I read something where the oldest daughter, she has asthma, started hyperventilating because, you know, and it's just like the family's like jacked up. And the only reason why he got the helicopter was to be a good dad. Like, that's the only reason why he had it, so he didn't miss stuff with his kids. And then, you know, I don't know what happened. I saw one story that said it was the pi- pilot error. I saw one mechanic. So I don't know yet what happened, but it's just like, I'm just out here trying to be the best dad I can be, and this this is what I get for it. You know, like, it was just, like, as a father, I was just like, this is the worst. And then for other people, you know, they, from a basketball you know, tip or the icon tip, you know, they were bothered uh, differently. But I was just like, as a dad, I was like, this is the worst. And I was, and I think because we, you know, because of social media, we see these people. I see him and G every day. I see them, you know, doing something. I was like, man, we just, LeBron just broke his record the day before. Like they were just talk about him. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I was just like, ah, oh, this, this sucks. And it, it it's like, it's like, too, we all saw the closeness of him and his daughter. They were just a meme, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Him talking to his daughter and, like, what's he saying to his daughter? It's like they were they were always – it was just like, man, dog. And then – And as we, you know, we travel so much, 
you know, as entertainers, and we always on flights, and you know, I'm I'm always thinking about death, always. Every flight, I'm like, I pray, and I'll just be looking up, and then when we take off, I'll be like, man, this, you know. I'm always thinking about that. I think about it in the car, but more so when I'm in the airplane. And um, and just, you know, that moment. I, I even talk about it on stage, and I got jokes about it, but now it's just like, man, I don't I don't even want to do my airplane joke no more, but yeah, like I think about that all. I never thought about death until I had kids, mm. and then I think about it, yeah, all the time. It's something that about being all, a parent. It makes you think about that now. That is all I think about all the time. Like, okay, are they good if I go? Mm-hmm. You know, what? How are they going to turn out with without a father in the house? What? Are the, how is Cotty? I like Cotty has. I think she underestimates how strong she is, but. um you know, she says it. All. She's like, "If you go, that's it for me. Like that, I'm, I'm a fall apart." And I was for like, "No, nah, you." Years. I was like, "You, you know, we have a lot of family, and they'll, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I make jokes. You know, I, I say, you know, I tell the boys, you know, if you, if you need advice, go to Uncle Keith. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need somebody to ride, go to Uncle Kyron. He's the crazy one. You, you need a hair. I was like, everybody will play a different role to fit fill in what I do. You know, they they all." You know, financially, we got the life insurance and, you know, friends and family. And you guys will be, you know, I'll be trying to tell Cotty, like, you, you'll have help. She was like, honestly, I probably have to move in with your mom because just by myself, I would just be. Because she talks about that all the time, like how even though, um, <clears throat> how do I say it? Like, OK, so everybody, you know, in every family. You, both partners share, you know, they do what they do. But she talks about how, like, she was like, you make this ship go. Like, you, you're the leader of this house. You are, like, even though there's a lot of stuff she does that I don't do at all that I couldn't do without her, you know, and this, that. But she's like, you're the captain of the ship. Like, if you go, like, this ship's not going to run the same. And I was like, well, the same if you go. She was like, but it's. She was like, you know what I'm talking about. And I'm like, I think the only difference is I, you just underestimate who you are mm-hmm. and how, what, like, I know, God forbid, if she goes, I'll, I'm a, I'm a, and I'm just that person. Like, well, let's get it. Let's go to work. Let's mm-hmm. get it done. Let's, and she just automatically like, I'm a break. I'm like, nah, you'll, you know, you'll, you I was like, don't, she puts herself down sometimes a lot on, even on the pen. I always, like, all I do at home is gas her up. Like, all I do is, whether it's mental, physical, like, all I do, because I just think she has a little more self-doubt than I. I don't have any. So, and I think she lets that creep in sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm just always trying to build her up. I was like, no, you're a dope mom. Like, you're, you know, you'll you'll, you'll be able to. And, we, and we're blessed enough to have so much help. We both have big families. They're close. They're here. They know them, you know. But I think about that all the time. Like, I don't, you know. That's all I think about. If I go, what are they going to do? Like, what? Luckily, we have social media and all that stuff. So they can look at videos and, you know, stuff, and they have their memories. But that's all I think about all the time, like my kids. You have life insurance, so you are taking mm-hmm. some responsibility. Yeah. we Oh, well, we got that um, a while ago. And we're about to up it, too. So. I want a different life insurance. I don't trust the one I got. Yeah. Why? I'm looking me up. I don't know. It just don't seem all the way legit. <laughs> so I might, <laughs> I might have to uh, go with a different one, but uh, I, I need to set up a will too, so oh, so yeah. that way you know the money that I do have can go straight to the boys. But uh, you know, it's funny too. Like uh, now, like I'm in a different perspective when I think about my death. Now I think about it more. So they're gonna be good financially, like you know, because because they're so older yeah there was so much older it's just like i know they're gonna keep going on and be yeah like, Dad, you know and then but they'll be all right as far as like yeah. you know when you, you got, got that luxury. you got kids yeah. this age it's a different like when the when the boys were this young i was like man i don't know what you know what i'm saying like and he, when they were this age i was bringing nothing to the table financially like very little it was like peanuts compared to you know what Ree was bringing and um so I was just like, my presence will be, you know, because I was, you know, stay-at-home dad, like, you know, uh, getting them squared away and all that. But 
I knew my presence was going to be missed, but it was just like, you know, the financial hit, it won't be that bad, you know, if I go because I ain't bringing that much. <laughs> That's how I was thinking. Like, I'm just bringing a couple of chips. <laughs> Reed got the full, you know, dinner. I just got the, you know, the mashed potatoes. But yeah, I think about I think about all financially, too, all that. Yeah. Like, I'm the primary like, breadwinner. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. and they're so little. Yeah. Like you said, you got growing. Like, my dad, when he set up his life insurance, we was adults. He was like, uh, set it up to where you're in charge. You divvy the money yeah. to your brothers. Uh, Cameron, my little brother, we either come stay with you or Keith. And we mm-hmm. was like, yeah. And then that's that. Like, he's like, all right, you guys you guys right. are adults. You guys can raise your brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, financially, this is what I leave. And yeah. then, boom. Like, that's that's kind of it. You worry about the finances yeah. a little bit more when they get older. And even finances, he's not even worried about it. He just was like, well, I'll give you guys something. Yeah. Like, we don't need it. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's just like, well... Since it's here. Right. And I guess you could use it to raise, you know, Cam. And uh, that's mm-hmm. that, you know. Like, I think I even think about my, my brother's kids. Mm-hmm. Like, Vigo. I'm like, well, all three of y'all, come on. I got yeah. five kids now. Like, it's just yep. it's just what it is. I got five. I and, would uh, definitely take my, my, my brother's kids yeah, in. I would be like, yo, y'all can. Y'all can stay with me. They they probably end up with, like with my mom because you know she's always with my my, my brother's you know kids. But mm-hmm. I'll definitely be like y'all can come here at any time. Same with my other uh, my 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 oldest nephew is a full grown man, and then uh, my other one is like he's twenty as well. So they like fully formed. But my my brother Scott, he has the youngest kids of the, of the, of the family. So it'd be like yes, you can stay. You know. Um, with me, you know what I'm saying? I would feel bad because I would be on the road, but I, w- I would probably take less gigs on the road if something like that was to happen. I honestly uh, would be uh, like, oh, this would be cool because they're all so close in age. Mm-hmm. So they can all, you know, they'd be a, a crew. Cause yeah. Their their age differences is it goes seven, five, four, three, two. Oh, that's a good time. So they all, yeah, and I mm-hmm. would probably just, I would, Hire a nanny or have my mom come, so you know something. Mm-hmm. And then we have the space. Yeah, you know the girls share room, boys share room, and then uh, like I've 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 thought about all this. Mm. Not that I want it to happen. No, but you. But I, I, mean, I think about. You think about you I think about, think about all things. this because you know people hate talking about it. It's I like don't. you got to be prepared. Yeah, you man. Gotta, Just because you nothing, ain't talking about it, don't mean nothing ain't gonna is happen. guaranteed. Yep. Nothing is guaranteed, and that's. That's another thing that this Kobe's passing, you know, you think about the, like Justin Hires was like, man, just getting home every day is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Ain't no guarantee you're going to make it home every day. There's no guarantee. Zero. And then I'd be thinking about that too. Like, you know, I always got them with me and I'm like, well, now I don't want to travel with them. You know, like now, cause I'm just like, uh, well. The complete family wipeout. Uh, yeah. It's uh. just like, that's what happened to Monty Williams. Monty lost his whole family. Like his wife and kids, and I was just like, uh, it's just—I can't imagine. It's just man. so much. Well, here's a question. It's a sentiment we hear a lot after tragedies. People say everything happens for a reason. Do you think that's true? I don't. I don't really like that uh, saying. Yeah. I don't be feeling it <laughs> when they say everything happens for a reason. I'm like, well, we'll never know the reason, so I don't even like yeah. talking about it. Like, we'll never know the reason. So it's like, man, forget all that, man. This sucks. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, because um, everybody's looking for some kind of solace or something they can hold on to in, in I guess, a positive way when, when stuff like this happens. And when you don't know the answer, it's just like, what was the reason? And you can draw lessons, like, later on in life, like, you know, uh, some people can attribute certain things to when when I lost my dad, I did this, 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 that, and the third. Uh, but that's a very personal journey yeah. for people. Like, you and know I think what that's what that saying is: is it is going to be personal for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it's it's whack that certain stuff has to come from. Like, let's say, so like, okay, Jason Williams, he <clears throat> took from it. He was like, hey, if y'all got beef with anybody. Let that shit go. Mm-hmm. That's what he took from. Is it? You know what? I'm not. I seen a lot of people. That's what and this, and this said is too. this is minuscule, but I seen even a lot of people was like, I'll never argue Jordan, Kobe, LeBron again. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna appreciate that they're all great, and that's mm-hmm. small. But I think people. Some people are like, you know, I want to spend more time with my family. Some people. So it, it it just sucks that people learn 
people make changes or learn lessons based off tragedy. You know, like even when it comes to family, people don't even get together until there's a funeral. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, we got to see each other more. Mm -hmm. We got to, you know, so it's. I think I get what people are trying to say. It's just like you don't want to hear that at the, yeah. at the no. time. Sometimes, like, a lot of times, it don't even stick. It's yeah, like a no. New Year's resolution. Yeah. Tell everybody yeah. you love them. And then a month later, you back to the same old BS. Yeah. You know? But 50 Cent said, I ain't arguing with nobody no more. I was like, I'm a, yeah, I, I'm skeptical now. I'm super skeptical. Because he's been toxic his whole career. Yeah. So I'm like, this is who he is. He got beef with everybody in his everybody. life. So but like, I did see Kendrick Perkins. He hit uh, uh, Durant and was like, I apologize. Oh, yeah. You know, they got dope. into it. And yeah. It's like, you know what? Forget it. Mm-hmm. It's petty. Like, yeah. In, it's the, just, in the grand scheme of what it. What are you doing? He's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been doing stuff the whole time. Oh, uh, but yeah, man. Yeah, it just, but yeah, it's it sucked. And like, it's, what is this, day three? And I'm still like. It happened Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning. Monday, Tuesday, we're. We're filming Tuesday. Yeah. So for people, I'm still like, nah. He gonna crawl out of the rubble with a Kobe speech. You know what I mean? Like, this is how you. (laughs) You know? And I was like, damn, this sucks. It is funny. Like when I think about my my view of Kobe historically, like uh, I I don't like the Lakers. I've never really been a Lakers fan. And uh, you know, Kobe was going through his thing. Like he told on Shaq and this, that, and he's arrogant, and I was like, you know, I was part of the anti-Kobe train, like when, when the Bulls would play the Lakers, I'd be like, take him down. But you know you know what I always liked about Kobe, and you, and you hate this about Kobe if you want the team to lose, is that he kicks it in the high gear and gets it done. And he just be focused, he does that 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 look, yeah. he'd he be gritting his teeth, and be like, oh, he's in the assassin yeah, mode. here we go. And like, I grew to really respect it. Because I was like, he, he puts the work in, no excuses, get it done. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, this dude is, is cold. Like the Mamba mentality is a great mentality to have. Mm-hmm. And so I grew to like appreciate that about him. Like he was, I was like, yeah, man. And, you know, it was just that evolution, the thought about him. Like, you know, I would love to, if he would have played for the Bulls, he would have been the best thing smoking Different for story. me. I've been like, yo, Kobe. Well, I've been that guy. With, you know? with, with great players, it's you don't hate them because because they're not on your team. You that's hate them because they're not on your team. Like people be like, LeBron sucked. And then he came to Lakers. It was like, we got oh, LeBron. Oh, Shane Miller. We talking about you, <laughs> Shane Miller. So uh, you know, it's just you hate people because they're not on your team. Exactly. Like, they, they're so good, and you're like, man, I just I wish we had them. Yeah, because you know, the minute somebody comes gets traded to a team, they people be all in. Yeah, they I would have hated Joe in. Kim Noah if he wasn't on the Bulls, <laughs> but I loved him on there. You know what I mean? And so, just that's an example of that. Like, I'll take. Yeah, you know, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of people you take on your team. Uh huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you even if you don't like them as a person, whatever, don't do that. You you take. You be like, I'll take them. Ten out of ten times, like even if they dirty players, you be like, I can't stand. Oh, I hated Rodman. I hated <laughs> Rodman when he was with the Pistons. Dennis Rodman, I hated everything about him. I didn't like Mason Rodman. The only one I liked was Joe Dumars. But then when he came to the Bulls, oh, let's get it started, Tony man. Dyed his hair, man. He tattoos. He was getting the rebounds with the karate kicks at the same time. <laughs> I was all in, man. But I, I hated him before he came over. That's funny, man. Sports. Sports. What else is going on? Jesus. Well, we're having quite a week. There's a new virus out of China, the coronavirus. Mm. We've got two in our area, one in the OC and one in L.A. County. Mm. Plus, they're evacuating all the Americans from Wuhan. They're going to bring oh, them wow. here. Why do all the viruses start in China? Because of the, how a lot close of people the pigs and the chickens and the bats are. And there's a lot of people. This is always of coming from there. That population density is crazy. And then oh. the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, I'm surprised more don't come out of there. but and, and China's, especially Hong Kong, is horribly polluted. Mm-hmm. Like when I went there, I was like, Jesus. I wanted I to put been. the mask on. I wanted to put a main mask on because it was so polluted. And I was just like, wow. And this, uh, but it's always like SARS and, you know, now this. I'm like, man, it's, it's creepy. And, like, usually when those outbreaks happen, 
Some some viruses get my attention more than others. Like when Ebola was coming out, I was all in. I was reading USA Today every day, be like, man, what's <laughs> going on? Is it is it coming over here? Like you know, because the movie Outbreak it just mm-hmm. came out, and like you know, I was shook, McGee. And then, um, oh, Outbreak had everybody shook. Man, I he, didn't mess with monkeys for years. Cause they just show somebody, and they show somebody <laughs> in that movie cough in the movie theater. And they, yeah, the that was a scene in the movie. So yeah, if you're watching it in the theater and you see that, yeah, I, I can't stand people who cough and don't cover their mouth. Oh, I, uh, just go like that. I can't stand it. It's disgusting. On the ships, people, be, you know, if you're on a ship too long, they call it boat throat like people start coughing and we was in the elevator and somebody called i turned around like you trying to kill us all like i don't ugh. no coverage i don't know it was behind me oh and when somebody coughs behind me in my mind it's on me yeah like anytime i hear a cough i'll be like uh it's on my mind. yeah well i can't fault you for coughing but if you don't cover it up oh man i'm pissed Super pissed. Are you following this virus as closely? Not. I've been looking into it a little bit, but not really. Like I, I don't really, really know the, uh, the root of it. Is it coming from the food? They don't know exactly what the cause is. They mm. call it a novel virus because it's different. Yeah. They were speculating earlier that it passed from animals in some of their meat markets, mm. but now they, uh, they don't really know. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. Yeah. The actual virus itself is is very interesting. I know people who are sick don't want to hear that. But. Yeah, and I saw I saw like the the rates were like three thousand people, and then uh, and you know the the vegetarian and the vegan community is like, see, yeah, no, you know not. what I'm saying. You know they're gonna they gonna swoop on it's that. It's our time, man. You know, but uh, yeah, I just I just hope they contain this thing. You know, because. That's scary, man, because, like, we could have a plague at any moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we could have a a bubonic plague at any moment. I guess I never know. really think about it. I mean, I'll be thinking about it sometimes. My, and we fly all the time, and yeah. I still be like, eh. Um, touching stuff and coughing and being in tight quarters. If anything, outbreaks on the flight, mm-hmm. and then you get off the flight, and then you just going and everybody's going into yeah. to their communities. So much travel is going on. It's like... It could happen so easy. I guess the reason why I don't trip because I'm so far, you know, into scare tactics is I just be like, mm-hmm. this is just like in my mind, everything that's posted is something that's supposed to freak people out. Because mm-hmm. every year there's a vibe. Every year they got a mm-hmm. new one that's supposed to kill us all. You know, every, and I'll be like, stop. Cause like that's that's why I be I guess I'm so nonchalant about it because I know yeah. how the government is I know how the media is right I know like I'm not even saying it's not legit yeah but I feel like honestly I feel like the more legit it is the less they talk about it yeah that, and that's the scary part so when it's I like, see something that's getting heavy coverage mm-hmm. I'm like I ain't buying it yeah but if it's if it, I see a small article and then it go away I'd be like that's the one that's gonna get us mm-hmm. the one they trying to hush hush and like they already building, you know, bunkers in, in the in the hills and stuff like that. Um, that's the ones. Cause the the flu, ones heavy coverage. I'll the flu like, yeah. kills a lot of people every year. Yeah. Just the regular flu. It does, but the death rates of the flu are, like, are much lower. They're yeah. less than 1%. This is right now. Oh, it's more potent for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but even the flu, like, we, we, we kind of, you know, oh, it's just the flu. But yeah. You can die from that shit. And the well, flu used to kill mad people back in the, the day. Because the flu is more when it – the babies and old people is more. If we catch it, we're we should be we're, good. We're fine. I but ain't getting no flu shot though. I've no, never had. No, no. I've never had one, and I've never had the flu. Keelan got it once. I don't trust. Not the shot. He got the flu once, and he was fine. I don't and they was trust. like, well, we, we every year they'd be like, yeah, you need to get the flu shot for the kids, and we'd be nah. like, no. My mom never had a flu shot ever. Got one five years ago. She's had the flu every year since. See? That's what I've heard. Every year since she's I don't got trust it. it. Never had it for. And they always years. promote it at Walgreens. That just don't sit right with me. Yeah. Come get this flu shot. Nah. Nah. I don't. And how hard they push it when you're in there with your kid. That's what makes me not want to be. Yeah. Like, they be pushing it. I'm like, this is about money. And I told them last time. I was like, I'm, you know, it's about money. I, I know. We're fine. It's about 50% effective. It's not 100% effective. Yeah. So if you get the flu shot. Um, the 1918 flu, that killed a lot of people. Yeah. And it killed adults. 
Mm-hmm. Because that was a bad system, one. That was mm-hmm. really yeah. bad. But it was I also 1918. I remember hearing about but that. But it, it could happen again because it's a virus. You know it's mean? not a bacteria. So we right. still don't have any defense against it until we get mm-hmm. the virus and produce a vaccine. Yeah. Yep. Viruses are cold pieces, man. Yeah, they are. They be like, we can't be stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing you, your body yeah. has to kill it or else it's nothing. Yeah. Do you have a quarantine plan? Like if the city of L.A. was like, look, we brought all these people back from Wuhan. Mm. Sorry about that. They're all infected. We're quarantining all of L.A. There's 80 million people quarantined in China right now. What wow. would you do with your time? Oh, I, was, I would media. love it. Yeah, I I'd be video game because then I could finally yeah. like relax because I actually have an excuse not to work. Exactly. So now I, I have to sit my ass yeah, down. Yeah, and I man with having to be in the house with them just hanging out. Man, not I would love I would love the quarantine. But if the internet goes down because it's more serious than that's fine. I got that's fine. I got video games. I got yeah. books. I got DVDs. We got we got, we got each other. Now if the power go out, that's when I'm be like, oh man, this sucks. Yeah. Do you have a candle? I, I got, we I have got candles. candles. We have candles. Yeah. Flashlights. But it was just because I can't yeah. play no video games or watch movies. It'd be, it'd be Shadow <laughs> Puppets McGee at the Poli House. Daddy, yeah, do but... a dog for the millionth time. Mm-hmm. All right. My dog will have no spirit. <laughs> games galore, man. Monopoly. Oh, we, taboo. That's, that's what we would do. Yeah. If it was quarantine, we have game fun. nights every day. Quarantine would be fun. You can't go over his house and you can't go over his house. That's before of you. We'd probably already be over there. They, okay. they, it'd be special alert during game <laughs> night, quarantine. We all staying in. Yeah. We got plenty of food. You know what I mean? We're Y'all good. food? Huh? You guys keep emergency food like your earthquake nah. kit? No, I just be having food because I'm greedy. It's just, <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's not for emergencies. It's for emergencies when I'm hungry. That's, yeah, that's yeah. it. But that would be fun, though. I could use a good quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I could use it, man. Bring that shit on. Not too long, but like not a good, too long, a good week? Like, yeah, give me that. Quarantine. Good week of just don't go outside. I nah. can't go nowhere. Yeah. And, oh, if the internet's still on, the content would be crazy. Oh, yeah. I'd be put, I'd just be shooting be mad goofy stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, quarantine's not the worst. What is your favorite pandemic movie? Ooh. That's a great question. I haven't seen a lot of them because, honestly, they scare me. I was scared to watch Outbreak. I used to be terrified of viruses. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it started with HIV. It started with that. AIDS, and then um, as I got older, I started learning about uh, not even viruses, just STDs and stuff like that, and I would just get shook, like, oh, I got syphilis, I got this, <laughs> I got that. I thought I had everything I learned about. And then I learned about the bubonic plague wiping out, like, it damn near took everybody. And I was like, oh, oh, it came from f- fleas on the rats? Whoa. Yeah. And then it was just like, and so I would, I would, so I was scared to watch Outbreak. And I saw it on video. I didn't even go to the movie. I saw it on video. And I'm glad I didn't go to the movies because that scene with the dude coughing <laughs> in the movie theater. So Outbreak automatically sticks out the most in the yeah. pandemic movies. But the better ones to me are the, the the zombie movies that are based with like a virus. So like 28 Days Later, stuff like that. Would that be considered? I mean, technically, it's a virus movie, but yeah. the problem there is the zombies, not the okay. virus. Yeah. Well, what scared, what movie scared me and sat with me was Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Hanks, he was a man dying of AIDS, and and the band played on. That's an HBO original movie about when AIDS first hit the scene, mm-hmm. and that movie shook me up. I was like, man, you know, because they were showing you like how they didn't really know what it was, all the people getting sick. The people that were getting blood transfusions, you know, they were dying out. So it was just like, oh man, this was. So those those movies sat with me for a long time. Yeah, mine would be Outbreak for sure. Outbreak. It's just that you know the running joke, Outbreak Monkey. I did not mess with monkeys. Matter of <laughs> fact, I, I I realized it to this day. I kind of still don't. Where like, would you come across a monkey? I was when I was in St. Thomas. Yeah. You know, you get up on the island and dude had just monkeys on his shoulder and he was like, You wanna pet it? I was like, Get it away <laughs> like, So you still have that. I, that yeah, fit. I just was like, That monkey bites me, I got it. They was like, Got what? It. I just got it. Whatever it is, I got it. Mm-hmm. 
I'm still not. I don't want no monkey on my shoulder. I don't want. I just. I'm not really trustworthy <laughs> of monkeys, man. No, they be sporadic. like the little ones. They they're bad. They're mischievous. Yeah. They're mobile. They they you know I don't trust. I love gorillas though. I love gorillas. I respect and gorillas. Like I would love to like you know extend my hand and have a gorilla like. Don't do me. that. Don't you know, do that. I wouldn't if do it, but I would love gorilla, to. Yeah. I would. I would love to like you know. Let the gorilla come me up. And, I respect But them. the little monkeys, ah, I don't trust them. You shouldn't trust them. Yeah. I was on an island one time where they had them just wild. Yeah. Um, and the older they get, the more aggressive they get. And mm. they're little, but they're strong. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they primate strength? They want to see real parts. But yeah. I love gorillas. I love a silverback gorilla coming through like, yes. That's what I'm saying. I respect the manhood of the gorilla. Yeah, and, uh, but... But uh, nah. But for some reason, I I never associated viruses with gorillas. Mm -hmm. The little monkeys, yes. Yeah. But like the the gorillas, nah. I don't know why they always stood apart. I had a small, like for like a hot second, like literally a second, I wasn't messing with gorillas because of Congo. Mm -hmm. Oh, I remember that I was like, oh, (laughs) hell no. I remember that. So the whole primate, I was just like, I'm done with all y'all. Like, I'm just done. I'm just, I I couldn't like the sharks, the jaws and stuff that didn't bother me. I was like, yeah, whatever, dinosaur, whatever. But then monkeys and gorillas, them movie. I was like, oh no, nah. I'm good to go. What about Contagion? I never saw that Ultra? movie. Oh, you should see Contagion. Yeah. Which what's that? I've been scared to watch it. You you might be scared. Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne is in there. Lawrence Fishburne, Gwyneth Paltrow, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. We watched it last night. Why do night? I feel like I've seen this? You might have. Because Gwyneth Paltrow catches it, and Matt Damon's her husband, right? Yeah. And then she, I think she dies, like, early on. I think I have early. seen that. Yeah, you you might have. I, I, it I've clearly didn't have the same it. impact. Because I always feel, I always feel like I got it when I watch anything about diseases. <laughs> like, when I watched Dallas Buyers Club, oh, I had full-blown. <laughs> I was like, I got it too, dog. Every time. Every time I watch it. So, in that movie, man, I was like. In Contagion, they show at the end that a bat, Mm. he eats a pit of fruit, drops the fruit, he drops the fruit like half eaten into Uh a pig um, farm. Uh A pig eats that. The virus mutates in the pig. The pig gets brought to um, a meat market, Uh gets sold for food, and that's how Gwyneth Paltrow catches it. Wow. And that's what they were saying how this virus started, but right now they're not sure. That's all it takes, though. Yeah. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. And it's funny how just that little microscopic thing can wipe us all out. And that's the funny part, like the alien invasion movies where they they killing us. They taking over the world, and then they drink water. Boom. Yeah. They out of here because they wasn't ready for for the microbes. Hey. Syphilis did a number on people before they figured that out. Mm-hmm. People were syphilis in the brain. They were it was bad. Al Capone, man. Yep. You go to your brain like wow. Toughest gangster. Syphilis was like, nah, I got you, big boy. <laughs> Tuberculosis was wild. Yeah. Mm. They still screen you for that. They I do. actually finally had, went to the doctor and I've he had said screenings. That. Yeah. A lot of people they used to do it for like work. We we had to get it for work, mm-hmm. and then they do the little thing, the little the bump test. Mm-hmm. What's the little shot they used to give you in the arm that they don't do no more? Um, in the shoulder. Oh, for smallpox or for te- MMR? S- something you can always. I remember. Uh, what was that? Because I got it too. But you can tell how old somebody is by who got. Oh, that the was shot. smallpox. Yeah, I never got it. Yeah. But there young. were some people. I thought smallpox gave you the scar. They gave you a little one. Yeah. In the shoulder. In the so 70s. You can tell they how stopped. old people. Oh are yeah, I never got the that. bump on the shoulder. Yeah. So I'll be I'll be in Costco and be like, oh they. And a lot of people from overseas will have the scar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't get none of that stuff. I have a question uh-huh. that might make a few people mad, but that's <coughs> okay. What's new on here? Here we go. <laughs> Should the government be able to mandate vaccines under any circumstances? Should the government be able to come and say, something's going on, I'm going to stick you with this needle? No. Oh, we can't no. turn it down? No. Yeah, well, right now we can't. You said you can't send your kids to school without an MMR vaccine. Mm. But if the government said, yo, some outbreak stuff's going on, we got a vaccine for it, I'm coming to your door. 
You know what? No, I, let me choose. What if I want to go out? I'm actually conflicted on that because if it's a communicable disease and you refuse the treatment and now you're getting other people sick, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. So I, I feel them on that yeah. in a sense. Like if it's a, if it's a true like, yo, but I would, we don't that, want this to spread. Okay, for the, yeah, for that, I would have to, people would have to be dropping like flies first for me to be like, okay. Yeah. But like right, let's say they did it like right now, hell no, nah, I ain't no. taking yeah. it. No. But it would have to be, because that would suck if you'd be like, I ain't getting this shot. Yeah. And then you responsible for other people's death, that's. But if it was like Trent. a like right now, like we leave and we just see cars crashed on the side of the road because people didn't pass out, and then we hear on the news like you got, it. I'm like shoot me up yeah. seven times. <laughs> We're in the eyeballs. I don't care. So like a 1918 flu where it's gonna get like one two percent of the population, which is a lot now. You're mm-hmm. talking like that three million people. people. Yeah. You know, and that's going around, and they say, oh, we got this flu vaccine. Really, it's like fifty percent effective. Well, it, well, if it's for that specific strain, it would be much higher. Yeah. yeah. So they say we got this flu vaccine at Walgreens. Like, lady at Walgreens, like, get this shot. I don't like the don't. <laughs> Walgreens, man. <laughs> I need to be in the facility, yeah. a medical facility. Walgreens at the drive-through, that just ain't gonna do it for me. <laughs> just stick your arm. In yeah, it. like, nah, <laughs> man. You. I don't even know if the needles. Yeah, let are me clean. get another one of those in the side of uh, man. Mm-mm. But I, I, you know, my fear of viruses and sicknesses has calmed down since I was younger, but I still be like, you know, especially all the travel I do. And then they wanted me to get that yellow fever shot when I wanted to go to Cuba. I was about to get it, too, because I wanted to go to Cuba. But it's $400. I'm like, you bastards. I faded into the shrubbery. But, yeah, man. We got any questions? Yeah, we we questions sure yeah. do. Kyle was here asked, what do you think about parents who have to fight their own kids? Like physically? Like a fist fight? get older? That happens sometimes. Yeah. I mean. It'd be like that. Because sometimes, you know, when your kids get old enough and they they just want to test you, sometimes all you got is the fisticuffs. How old before you can Boys punch a kid? Boys usually get to that, that teenage age and they start yeah. being like, all right, I'm sick. You know, or they think. Because uh, we was talking about that on the ship, um, this guy, this kid, I mean, he yoked up, whatever, and uh, somebody asked him, you think you could take your dad, and his face, I was like, the answer is no, sir. You can't. Like, you, you, he was looking like, I think I could. every kid has that, mm-hmm. but I'm like, your dad is a grown man. Mm-hmm. I was like, he has dad strength for one. You strong, but you 19. Yeah. I was like, he got grown man strength, and he has... The rage behind the audacity of you trying to fight him. That That's why dads rage. be beating up sons when they go at it. Like, I know a few sons who've gotten who've gotten the best of the dad, but for the most part, the dad wins because it's like, how serious? dare you? Are you? That rage alone is like, really? After all I've done? And another ace in your hole is the lack of fear. Yeah. You don't fear your kids, so you going in there pissed, confident, <laughs> and fearless. Yeah. And then you're going to have the adrenaline, too. You know, because your kid might have that fear tucked in. Well, I got to yeah. be, oh, Lord, am I doing this? All kind of thoughts. And you just, the hope. Yeah, the son, yeah, the dad's is different. Especially if your dad's working construction for the past 40 and years. And he did work construction. In this case, the dad <laughs> yeah. worked construction. Oh, yeah. I was he like, you're not. Construction strength. He got, and he got them hands and yeah. the cows. Is all, no, you ain't taking him. I held up a wall when it <laughs> yeah. fell. Saved my co-workers. And the son, he was ripped. He was, like, pretty. Like, yeah. He was a beautiful guy and buffed up. But it's like, the other dad is construction. <laughs> you know, grown man, these hands. He he don't even use potholders. He just takes stuff out the oven yeah. raw. Like, he don't I care. built this life from scratch yeah. with my hands. He's not taking him, man. He don't, he don't care. Yeah, some guys, some girls, too, I see, they got thick hands. Yeah. It's different. I have, yeah. like, art hands. My hands yeah. are thin. Yeah. My dad and my grandpa's fingers are thick. Like, I, I used to think about that, too, when it came to, like, could I take him? And I would look at his hands, and I'd be like, nah. <laughs> Them hands are I'll big. Pass. Do they gain, They have muscle in their hands? Yeah. I don't it's know how big. It's that. just massive. Yeah. And some of them be rough and just, like, they got the gorilla hands. Yeah, and like my, my hands is big, but it's mostly all palm. Mm-hmm. My fingers, eh. <laughs> I'm mostly from, like when I measure up people with big hands, like they got long fingers, and I'm all palm. <laughs> I can palm get a good Sunday. slap in, and it, you know. I know this one girl. I just 
You wouldn't even think it. I looked down at her hands and I was like, oh my God, her, her fans have to be, each finger has to be 50% wider than mine. <laughs> Man. Individual finger. I'm like, okay, uh, let me not mess with this girl. Right. <laughs> she got those thick hands. <laughs> she got them hands. Not, no, no, not, no slang. She got actual Man. hands. I would feel bad after I beat my son down, but hey, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Lessons need to be learned. Sometimes. Would you open hand it because he's your own son? Probably. I'll probably start out with the open hand. Mm-hmm. I was, it was funny that you mentioned that I was watching this movie, uh, The Gentleman, and Colin Farrell plays uh, like a fight coach. And there was some punk kids in this restaurant, and the way he was fighting them, he was just slapping them. Like he never, he never closed his fist. So like, yo, that's that's funny. <laughs> he's got the, you know, he had the hand speed, but it was just slaps. He was doing it like throughout the movie. I was like. That's funny. And that's what I would like do initially. Like, and then, you know, if it got worse, then I gotta, let me give him a kidney punch to slow him down a little bit. <laughs> you good? You know. Cause I, would, I wouldn't go for the full, you know, knockout because you, you can kill somebody with See, my knockout. dad used to tell us, y'all ever fight me, I'm gonna fight you like a dude off the street. And I'd be like, all right, I'm good. That's scary, man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm you good. You get killed in the street yeah. fight. Yeah. On some humble. He was like, I will fight y'all like a dude. We not friends no more. I was like, all right. Bro. And I would hate to knock my son out and then he falls and hits his head on the concrete. Yeah. Nah, I would never, I would never lay that down. That'd be the worst. You can get him a little... You know they do for the boxing match. Oh, well, if we had the time to yeah. do it, then yeah, you, of course we gonna gear up. But I was thinking like a fight in the moment, like, yeah. You know, in the apartment. That's irresponsible in general, I think, to fight where you do anything where you could fall and smack your head. Oh on my the god, table. that that be that's like a storyline you would see in a movie. Like, why is he like this? Well, right. ten years ago he fought his son his in only the street, son. and then you mm-hmm. know. That's why he is why the way he is, you know. So we got a really funny question here mm-hmm. from King Tizzle. <laughs> King I Tizzle. shouldn't have said his name. I should have opted out like I did last week uh, or the week before, because he might not want this out there. Oh snap! <laughs> you put it out there. Yeah. I know, but still, says my question is: What is your take on your girlfriend wanting to wait till marriage to have sex? Would you leave? Would that be time to get a side chick, et cetera? Let me know. That's an individual choice. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't say, I would never date a girl like that because I'm trying to get it in. That's an individual thing. But there are people who do that and are perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. So that's, it sounds like he ain't into it. But he should have yeah. waited that, not you, how how many, how long are you into this now? When well, y'all talking about marriage, it's got to be a while. Like, now, now it's bothering you. You knew that going in. Right. If you know it going in yeah. and the girl tells you, like, I'm not having sex before marriage, I'm just not, then you can't you can't get mad at her for that, you know, halfway in. Like, I'm sick of this. She, she told you in the beginning, yeah. like, this is what it is. I don't know. I, I guess you thought she was going to break me down eventually and get the panties. No, I'm, I'm staying true to this. Yeah. And, like, it, and it's unfair for you to get a side chick or whatever, because you knew what it was going yeah. in. Don't waste her time. If you if you know you can't hang, don't waste her time. Yeah. Now I've heard of situations where somebody could be man or woman, mm-hmm. uh, had like somewhere in the relationship they was like, I think we should be celibate from here on out, and then people got a problem with that. And I understand that's that. fine too. You can't just take if you right. take it away. All right, well I gotta go. That's a major right. change. It's like yeah. yo, I didn't sign up for this. Nah. But like, well this is what I'm doing now. You you can opt out. You know. And you can't get mad because somebody wants to dip out on that either. Yeah. You know, because, you know, that wasn't what they <laughs> signed up for. So That's true. You can't change the rules of the game halfway through. Yeah. You can change them, but you can't be mad at, at the outcome. Yeah. 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 So, you know, that's an individual case-by-case case joint, I guess. I would advise against a side check just because it would bring lies and deceit into yeah, a relationship. Not, I mean, if she said you can get you a side chick, I mean, oh, if you yeah. get full permission, that's yeah, fine I had too. That conversation. But yeah. to have it sneakily, nah, I mean, you can't do that. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah, man. All right, y'all. Well, uh, that's been this issue. Issue. I always say that. That's been this episode <laughs> of Daddy Issues, man. If y'all have any questions for us, ask us in the comments section. On YouTube, we'll tackle them on the show. Um, thanks for listening. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from. 
Um, you can find me anywhere, Tony Baker Comedy. Um, if you are in the Dallas area, I will be at the uh, Arlington Improv February 20th through the 23rd. I'll also be at Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, I'll be there for the whole weekend. So pull up. You know what I mean? Keon, what you get? Uh, Keon Poli on everything at Keon, uh, Keon Poli. com. If you are in Phoenix. Wait, is this Phoenix? Yes. Uh, Rick Bronson's House of Comedy, February 5th through the 9th. I will be headlining there. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. They do a week. That's four days. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's five days. Yeah. You do the Thursday. Maybe it's a Wednesday through. Is it Wednesday? That's longer than the weekend. Yeah, it's Wednesday through Sunday. Okay, yeah, yeah. So pull up That's Phoenix. A good week you got, of Keon, you got, y'all. You got a lot of time. Uh, Yo, shout out to Phoenix and the crowds out there. Oh yeah, they good. I like y'all. All right, Tony. Yeah. Tony said y'all good. I'm yeah, Arizona is usually a good time comedically. So I'll be there, and then uh, oh, and this Wednesday, guys. Uh, if you're local, oh, yeah. and by by local we mean LA. People for some reason still don't know we live in LA. Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, people hit me like, where are you located? I'm like, oh, I yeah. thought we talked about this all the time. I'm not but uh, this weekend, Kev on stage is putting on a show, Kev and Friends. It is, uh, I mean, not this weekend, sorry, this Wednesday mm-hmm. at uh, the Ice House, in Pasadena. Pasadena. It's uh, Kev, uh, Tony, D.C. Irvin, and myself. Yeah, it'd be a good time. So that'd be a good time. Local show y'all can go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's this Wednesday, and I think that's it. And then Valentine's Day, I got this casino thing, but whatever. Valentine's. Oh, yeah. but that's it, y'all. Uh, until next time, we out here. Peace. Did you guys watch the?